0: Hi, everyone. Happy Tuesday. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the How to Life podcast. I am Dr. Laura Jagged. And right now you're listening to episode 73. I'm glad you're here today. And if you chose to listen to this particular show, perhaps it's because you tend to lean towards minimalism or you're ready to start getting rid of some stuff that you've been dragging around for quite a while. Today, we're going to talk about your wardrobe in particular. So I have some questions for you. Is your closet jam-packed with clothes, yet you feel like you have nothing to wear? Does the sight of your closet feel overwhelming and stressful? Do you dream of a way to lighten your load, clear some space, and have a peaceful, calm closet, and still have plenty to wear? yes, that sounds great to me. I like minimalism. I like the concept of decreasing waste and getting rid of stuff, which for me decreases stress. And an added benefit is that this mindset crosses over to many aspects of your life, not just your clothing. You can apply it to your kitchen tools, cleaning products, office supplies, food in your cupboard, and money. I mean, everything in your life. Melissa Niacato joins me today to talk about what a capsule wardrobe is. What is it, actually? Well, it's a way to decrease your clutter. She's going to discuss a couple of key components from her webinar that she offers once a month on how to downsize your clothing and still have plenty of awesome outfits. Melissa was a guest on this show a while back in episode 40, What the Heck is a 401k? She has a sweet and soothing way of breaking down potentially scary stuff and walking you through the resistance. She's here again, this time to help take the fear out of downsizing your closet. Hi, Melissa. Welcome back to the How to Life podcast. Hi, thank
1: you so much for having me on.
0: For those of you who don't remember... Melissa was on before talking about 401ks. Today we're talking about capsule wardrobes. Kind of seems in the opposite direction, but I don't really think it is. It kind of is a mindset of condensing and being very specific. Melissa, would you please reintroduce yourself and tell us about you and capsule wardrobe?
1: Sure. So my name is Melissa Nakato. And right now at the moment, I am a mom, I'm at home with kids. During the rest of my day, I spend a lot of time uh, figuring out how to share my message about minimalism and money. So personal finance with other families and with other people so that they can kind of let go of the waste in their life and Focus on what's valuable. So I'm constantly encouraging people to ask the question of like, what is bringing value to your life and what's not? And how can we let go of that stuff that's not? Yeah. So
0: let go of waste. Many people don't think that all of their stuff is waste. I'm going to ask you this question because I did ask this to my friend, Brooke Shanneman, who was on here talking about how to pack lightly for a trip. What do you think is the reason that people hold on to so much stuff? So
1: I feel like advertisers encourage you to bring in the new stuff. But no one's encouraging you to let go of something. And so, you know, it's kind of math. If uh, 10 things are coming in and no things are going out, you're going to end up in a cluttered space. And so I try to help people take some time and make that mental note of like, well, what is not being used so that we can let that go? Pass it on. And it can be beneficial. You know, you can feel like you're helping your community if you're passing it on.
0: The show is about diminishing fear. And sometimes I think that there is fear involved for reasons that people hold on to things. Well, what if I gain all this weight back? Then I'll need these clothes to fit into if that should happen. There's a lot of ifs. And I think it's a little bit of a mental shift to get into this path of minimalism, letting things go. But, you know, let's talk about that. What does capsule wardrobe mean?
1: A capsule wardrobe is when you pick a specific set of items to wear for a specific set of time. So for example, picking 33 items from your closet, your pants, your shirts, your, your uh, coats, and then wearing them for three months, like a full season. That's pretty much what a capsule is. It just means that you're limiting the amount of clothes in your closet and you're making the commitment to wear that clothes for 3 months or or whatever time frame you want. It's just that that 3 months is usually a good place to start especially with the changing seasons in a lot of places.
0: I think the first reaction is 33 items. I can't do that. But If you think about all the stuff in your closet, you probably pick the same things over and over again to wear. Is that true?
1: Yes, yes. You stole the words right out of my mouth. Most people are constantly reaching for the same thing over and over again. And that's what leads them to feeling sometimes bored with their closet, which leads them to then go and buy something new because they think, oh, I have nothing to wear. I mean, I had that experience. I opened my closet and I was like, I have nothing to wear. But my closet was so full, I could barely move the hangers around to even see everything. It's not that you don't have things to wear. It's that you don't have access to them. It's just too much of a hassle to get to them. But then you buy more stuff and you put them in the same spot and you're just making the problem worse.
0: Uh, and it's about pieces, selecting pieces that you can mix and match to create different types of looks. But there are myths about capsule wardrobe. What are some of the myths?
1: Yes. So I think one of the biggest myths, especially if you're just Googling it, is that one of the first things you see when you uh, look up capsule wardrobes is that they're very monochromatic and they're very like neutral. And so they're black, they're white, they're gray, and they're blue. And so people think like, oh, my God, I love color. I can't have color, so I can't do a capsule wardrobe. And that's a complete myth. In the beginning, when I was first introduced to this process, yeah, those were the main influencers were people who were just doing Blacks, whites, grays, and navy blues. But now there's more people. And that's one of one of the things I do is sharing that you can actually have color if you want to have color in your capsule wardrobe. I'm Latina and I'm just like, there's color in my closet. And I know that if I would have been introduced to only a monochromatic closet, I might have not given it a try.
0: So that would be a reason for resistance is, oh, I don't want to be stuck in boring colors if you want color, like it's not
1: excluded, there are ways to include color in your capsule. And so that's one of the myths.
0: I would think another one would be, I'm not gonna have enough things to wear for three months. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So people think that if they try a capsule wardrobe, they are going to be restricted. But there's actually been studies that show that most people only wear about 20% of their closet. 20%, which means if half of it went missing, you'd still have a lot of spare items. And that was actually my experience after my first year of capsule wardrobing, I had kept track, I'm kind of a numbers girl. And I got rid about 47% of my closet. And I did not feel like I was restricted. Actually, it's the complete opposite. Because what happens when you have a capsule wardrobe is that, you know, you get rid of all the stuff that is in the way. And now you can actually get to the stuff that you've been wanting to wear, but it's been hidden in the closet behind those three sweaters you hate. And so you never even look there. And so it makes space.
0: How did you change? What mindset did you need to shift from and get into?
1: So mine's a little bit kind of work related, I guess you could say. So I'm an engineer by degree. And at my corporate job, it was my job to like look at processes and analyze for wasted time, wasted space, wasted money. And so I just was kind of in the habit of doing this at work. And I realized, hey, wait, I can actually apply this in my home life and also, my first year doing capsule wardrobes was around twenty fourteen, which was a year after my daughter was born. And the year right before that, I had gotten married. So it was like two new people into the house, and it was just like, no, it's time to take stock of what's there and start asking those questions.
0: Was it hard for you to do it?
1: Um, yeah, in the I mean, in the beginning, you're definitely going to see some things that it's going to be like easy. Yeah, I don't like that thing or that thing doesn't fit and you're going to get rid of it. And then you're going to have other items where you're going to be like, oh, I really, really like this, but I don't know why I'm not wearing it. And you might be on your second rotation, your second capsule rotation when you finally let it go because you'll discovering your first rotation why it is you're not wearing you know those shirts why you're not wearing those pants you kind of discover that stuff from your capsule so the for the first one i actually and that's where i kind of differ from a lot of people who share about capsule wardrobes is i don't tell everyone to get rid of 90% of their closet when they try a capsule the first time because that's what you hear most of the times i mean i like marie kondo but she says if you hold something and you don't love it to let it go and I had a lot of maybes. And so what I did was I got rid of the no's. I got rid of the ones that I knew were no's for sure. But then I kind of worked in the maybes into my capsule so I could test them out and get that information of like, oh, is it the cut of the shirt? Is it the material? You get all this information and that makes it a little bit less intimidating because you're not being told to get rid of 90% of your your closet. You're just right. saying, let's take some time to ask the question.
0: Like anything that you want to change, you have to start small because you have created this habit, this lifestyle, and you've been living it for such a long time to completely go cold turkey often can lead to failure. And I want to ask you, how do you begin?
1: So the first thing is you definitely want to focus on your closet. Start with your own closet. And what you're going to do is you're going to want to make sure that you have kind of done all your laundry because you're going to want to be able to get the full picture you don't want clothes hiding anywhere and wait and you're going to take a picture of anywhere you have your clothes because you want that before picture Kind of like in weight loss, most people don't give themselves credit for like incremental changes, incremental improvements. And so you're going to take a picture of your area and then you're going to take everything out. And so what I use is this process called 5S, which is a nod back to my engineering background. And so the 5S are sort, straighten, shine, standardize, and sustain. And so during this interview, I think I'm only going to be able to kind of go through sort and straighten. But I usually in my webinar, I share more about the rest of them, but the meat of it is is in the sort. And so at that point, what you're going to do is you're going to take everything out of your closet. So like I said, so you can take full stock of all the stuff you have. And usually this is a great kind of aha moment, because like I said, most of us have been feeling like we have nothing to wear. And so this is kind of a big eye opener of like, wow, I actually have all this stuff I have such an abundance of clothing. Now it's just about figuring out how to make it work for you. And so then you take another picture. Then you're going to start asking yourself that question. And the questions are, do I like it? And does it fit me? And so if the answer is yes, then you put it in the yes pile. If it fits you and you like it, but you're not sure why you're not wearing it, then you can put it in the maybe pile. And then if it's a no for for both of those, then before you put it in the no pile, you're actually going to have two no piles, a no to trash and a no to donate. And so the final question with that is, you know, what shape is it in? Is it in good enough shape to donate? And if it is, then you put it in the donate pile. And like I said, that's usually helpful because a lot of people – hang on to things too, because they don't want to throw something away that's perfectly useful. And so changing the mindset into one of like, I'm going to donate this, I'm going to pass it on to someone usually helps with letting go. For me, there's this group that runs on Facebook, it's called the Buy Nothing Group, Uh, hashtag not sponsored. (laughs) Uh, What you do there is you can gift things You can receive things. There's no money transaction, but it's an easy way to kind of know that it's going to go to someone who wants it. And that makes it easier to let go.
0: Are there some common blocks that people might encounter when doing this? And if so, how do you get over those?
1: So you definitely want to give yourself some time to do it. So it is a little bit of a project, a little bit of an event, especially that first one. Because you are making a transformation, you do want to see a change. And so taking out all your stuff from your closet can feel really overwhelming, especially when you see the pile. And so kind of giving give making sure you kind of schedule some time. I usually recommend two hours, but it honestly is going to depend on the amount of clothing you have. (laughs) But scheduling that time usually helps you because then you you feel like there's limits to it. And so it doesn't feel like it's just going to bleed into everything. There are smaller changes you could make before doing a capsule wardrobe. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of those reverse hanger challenges. You put all your clothes on the on the hangers, but like you you hang them backwards. No. And
0: tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. So it's just like instead of placing the hanger forward, you You know, you turn the hanger around and you it's like if you're going to pull it backwards. And so anything on your closet at the end of three months with all the hangers still facing towards you. I get it. I get it. None of those items were used in the past three months. It kind of highlights the items that um, you aren't using. But the next step after that is you want to pick your number. And so like I said at the beginning, there's 33. But I found that for my first capsules, 33 was a little bit too small. And so my capsules usually range around 38. But what I let people know is that if you're in between 33 and 45 items, you're still in a really good place. But so you pick your number. And then you want to think about, you know, your day, like what is it that you normally do during the day? You know, can your work items also function for like your day to day life? Or do you need to have other things mixed in there? And then a color palette is usually very helpful too. So again, if you're into the monochromatic look, then that's, you know, pretty simple and straightforward. But if you want colors, you want to think about colors that Uh, mix well together. So for example, one for me is like the fall, usually I think of the fall leaves and it's like I might I did mix oranges and reds and pinks together and yellows. So you want to think of a color palette. And with all that information, now you go to your yes pile. And you can start picking out items from your yes pile to actually build the capsule.
0: You mentioned your number. What pieces are included in this total number?
1: Usually it includes your pants, your shirts, any of your tops and your bottoms, but not your undergarments, not your socks. And some people include their jewelry, but I've never been one to include accessories, especially in the beginning when you're first starting out. I kind of wanted every single number to be a piece of clothing, but it does include shoes. And so that's one spot where some people might feel a little resistance too is because some people have a lot of shoes. But it's the same thing, just like with your closet. Usually, you're not wearing all of them.
0: Right. <laughs> and Especially so in the season, you'll have boots, you have sandals.
1: Exactly. And so that's an easy way to kind of separate things too. And And that is also another reason why I usually don't tell people to get rid of 90% of their closet right off the bat, especially for people where there is big shifts in season. And so really understanding how the seasons play into your timeline helps you kind of curate that closet. I have a PDF where I've kind of put some numbers together for that Mm -hmm. to kind of be a nice starting point.
0: What do you do with your seasonal capsules when you're not using them? Where do they go?
1: So what you want to do after you've actually picked the items to go in your capsule is I pack away all the maybes and, of course, any seasonal things. And I have two bins where I pack them away and I close them up and I tape them and I stack some plants on top. And the reason for that is because you don't want any of your non-capsule items in your closet. Because then you're actually making it more challenging to do the capsule. For you to succeed in the capsule, you really want to get anything that is not part of the capsule out of the closet. And so for me, like I said, I kind of put some plants on top of my bins. And that was enough to discourage me from like going hunting for things when it wasn't their turn.
0: (laughs) Where do you store your bins?
1: When I started my capsule wardrobe, I was living in an apartment and I didn't have any extra storage space, no garages. So it was just in a corner in my closet and I put a nice like a tablecloth on top of it and I made it look pretty with the plants. And Mm -hmm. so it doesn't become an eyesore. That's what had to work for me because of where I was when I first started. And if you have space, do you just get it out of your room completely? Oh, yeah, for sure. If you have space, then, you know, put it in the basement or put it in a different closet.
0: It sounds like it would be fun when the season is over and it's time to go get your next season capsule. You open it up and it looks like you have all these new clothes, new things to wear, new possibilities.
1: Yes, that's exactly what happens. You just get to have more fun with the clothes you have because it isn't out all the time. You're wearing certain things. You're getting more information on what you like to wear. And then when you're done, you can decide, okay, which one of those were good and which one were not? Which one am I going to get rid of? Which ones am I going to keep? And it's really makes it more fun and engaging. And it even scratches that itch of like needing new stuff. It is new. You haven't seen it for for three months or six months, depending on what season it's for. It really scratches that itch for like wanting to go shopping and getting new things.
0: And what does it feel like when you walk into your virtually empty closet that's organized? You can see everything's in there. Does that feel pretty good?
1: Yeah, it's so calm and peaceful. Usually when I start talking about this, I'll tell everyone to close your eyes and imagine your closet this morning. Is it calm, peaceful, inviting you to create that new look for the day or... Is it overflowing, leaving you feeling anxious and lost at having to struggle to put something together? And so after you've gone through the capsule, you have these very contrasting images of your closet. And after you've gone through it, during the shine, you clean it out, you kind of make it pretty and everything. And so, yeah, you walk in there and it's like a very relaxing space. It feels good. Yeah.
0: It's a mindset. And once you own it, it crosses over into other areas of your life, your financial life, how you plan it, how you organize it, how you strategize. I imagine it goes into the rest of the house, like your kitchen pantry, maybe uh, your cleaning products.
1: Yeah, for sure. Minimalism which is like the overarching idea over capsule wardrobes, um, can be applied everywhere. Actually, my calmest place in my house is my bathroom. I've been just so easy to like identify what belongs there and what doesn't belong there. And so even when it gets a little messy because I have kids, I know exactly where to put things back. And so my bathroom's one of the easiest places to maintain.
0: It's so nice to come into a house that is calm. If you've been out in the world, it's chaotic, your job, traffic, whatever, to come home to this clean, organized, purposeful home is such a sense of relief. It's also easier to clean when you don't have so much stuff on the counters and in the cupboards.
1: It simplifies a lot of areas and it saves you time in the end.
0: And money, no doubt about it. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. Now you have a way to make this process very easy. You touched on it a little bit about your PDF and your webinar. Talk a little bit more about that.
1: Yeah. So I have a free PDF and it pretty much just goes through this process again. It goes through all the five S's in short bullet points. It's kind of a complimentary guide to the webinar where I go into detail and explain all the rest of the five S's Which we did touch a little bit on, for example, when you said, where do you put the things that you don't want to keep? That's part of sustaining, you know, sustaining the changes that you made. So I give a free webinar every month about capsule wardrobes to help people kind of get started with the process. And along with that is the PDF. And then if anyone feels like they're still want a little bit more guidance, then I also offer coaching. Um, but I really think that you, you know, you have everything you need at the end of the webinar. You have everything to get started, but like you said, it's a mindset shift. And sometimes it is easier to do it with friends. And so if you're doing it alongside someone else, you can check in on each other. And that's always helpful. Tell us
0: how we can find you.
1: Yeah, so you can find me at the travelingwallet.com. And I also have an Instagram at Traveling Wallet Roamer and Twitter at Traveling Wallet. And so that's where you can find me and connect with me and ask me questions about capsule wardrobes. Or like Laura said, I was in another episode talking about 401ks, money and
0: minimalism for families. Melissa, this was such a cool topic. I love minimalism. I love talking about it. Thanks for coming on again and sharing this information. You are awesome. Thank you so much. If you're ready to begin or you just want to ease into it, contact Melissa about her webinar on the 5S process of creating your own capsule wardrobe. She's going to hold your hand and cheer you on. You can do this. Melissa Necato can be found at TravelingWallet.com. She is very helpful and receptive, so if you have a question, she will be happy to offer an answer. And you can hear more from Melissa on her expertise in managing money. She gave a really helpful and informative interview about 401ks and how you can start painlessly growing your fortune. That is episode 43. As I mentioned, my other minimalist friend, Brooke Shonneman, tells you how to pack lightly for a trip so that you can really enjoy the adventure and not worry about the weight of unnecessary clothing. That is episode 34. I think you will also like episode 18, which teaches you how to get out of debt or better yet, don't even get into debt in the first place. And in episode seven and 10, Randy Levenbaum talks about streamlining your finances, still having enough money to enjoy life and retiring at age 43. That is minimalism at its finest. She's my hero. I will link those episodes and all the contact information for Melissa Niacato in the show notes at howtolife.com slash 073. It is my hope that you enjoyed this episode and it was helpful. I would so appreciate it if you would please leave a five-star rating and or a great review in Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or whatever platform you listen on. Many thanks for your support for my show, and I would love to hear your thoughts and suggestions. Let me know. I would be happy to do a show or a mominar on something specific just for you. Send me an email at drlj at howtolife.com. Leave a message on my website, howtolife.com. Or you can contact me directly on Facebook or Instagram at laurajaggett underscore how to life. That is a wrap for today. I am wishing you a calm and stress-free rest of the week. Enjoy it. Have fun. Be kind to everyone, but especially be kind to yourself. You're awesome. You got this.